This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Your team trash. And you know that. Just had to remind you. Off the rip. So I might as well start with the NFL. I guess I got to start with the bird. And that is the word. See, they beat the Lions by three. See, I knew that they were going to be in a dogfight. Because I'm like, okay, the Lions, they were just on hard knocks. They got a veteran quarterback. They got some new pieces on the outside at receiver. DeAndre Swift is a beast. And their coach, I think their coach just knows how to fire them up. So I just knew they were going to be scrappy. The way it happened, though, blew me. Because the Eagles were up 17 in the fourth quarter. Yet, they only won by three. And if they did not get that fourth and one at the end of the game, well, less than two minutes ago, I think they were at the Lions 40. If they don't get that first down, they are in trouble. But thankfully, Jalen Hurts burst through that line on a QB sneak. And I'm here to talk about it today to tell you that the Eagles won. Or to remind you that the Eagles won because you should know already. The bird. And that is the word. The thing about that game is Jalen Hurts started off so shaky. He did not complete his first seven passes. Now, some of them passes, I was looking at the highlights. Some of them passes, they were doing a lot of holding on Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. They were doing a lot of holding. They could have called something, but they did not. I think he tried to throw some back shoulders, and it just didn't work. That's okay. Adjustments were made. I guess they were playing a lot of man, so Jalen Hurst started taking off running. And he was the leading rusher for the majority of the game. Matter of fact, he might have finished as the leading rusher. No, he did not. Miles Sanders had 96 yards on a touchdown. I promise you... Most of that was in the second half. And probably half of that came on that big run in the fourth quarter when the Eagles had no momentum. And it looked like the Lions were going to complete this comeback. But yet, Miles Sanders, just like he did against the Cowboys in 2019, he just breaks a big run. And Jared Goff had six yards passing like, Late in the second quarter. Other than DeAndre Swift basically demolishing the Eagles in that first drive, the Lions offense for a solid quarter and a half was trash. Should have pounced on them then. But that's okay. Adjustments were made. Second half, Eagles just killed it. Well, second and third quarter, the Eagles scored all their points. They punished. They punished them. They was playing with them. And now they got the Vikings. They got the Vikings. Of course I'm worried. I got the same worries as all the other Eagles fans. They've only beaten Kirk Cousins twice, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's correct. They've only beaten Kirk Cousins twice. Maybe three times. But they haven't beaten Kirk Cousins 
since 2017. He always does well against the Eagles. They, have, they haven't beaten the Vikings since 2017. It's just, remember the NFC Championship when the Eagles won 38-7? Yeah, haven't won since. And this is going to be a tough matchup. But see, see, Justin Jefferson went off against Green Bay. He had like 170 yards in the first half. How he only had like 14 after that, that, that's beyond me. I don't know. But I like this matchup against our veteran secondary, Bradbury, uh, Gardner Johnson, Darius Slay. I think they have, uh, I think they still have Maddox. I, I like this. I like this matchup. I really do. And, you know, Epps, I think they can hold their own. Especially our guys on the outside. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be a good game. Now, in the run game, what I notice is, but then again, maybe this is a DB thing. Our DBs don't like to tackle. They just don't. Like, some of them big runs were because our DBs just didn't want to tackle. That's, that's, I guess that's going to make the Vikings dangerous, too, because they got Dalvin Cook, and, and he can be... A problem, but hey, I'm telling you, this game is going to be another one possession game, just like the Lions game. It's, it's a scarier matchup on paper because the Vikings got all type of firepower, but you know, on defense, if this defense can stop the run, then if this defense can stop the run, they'll be fine. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My friend Tr- Chris is trying to trade me Jamar Chase. No, he's trying to trade me Eckler and Higgins for Jamar Chase and Zeke. Eckler is fine. Eckler is fine. Higgins for Chase? No. No. That is highway rob- robbery. Highway robbery. I cannot accept that. But anyway, moving on. The bird. That is the word. They'll be fine. And, you know, maybe I should be afraid of all these expectations. Maybe I should be afraid of them because I remember the dream team. I remember even the 2020 team with Carson Wentz coming back. Remember, a lot of people picked the Eagles to win the division that year, especially me. And then they just fell apart and they only won four games. But this is more so a dream team type thing. I just hope it it doesn't turn out like that. That would be awful. But that's me being pessimistic. You're going to respect the bird. And of course they're going to win the division. Despite what happened to Dak Prescott. But I'll talk about that later. Now I want to talk about the Washington sitcom. Since I don't have any advanced NFL packages, I had to watch the Washington sitcom versus the Jacksonville Jaguar. And, you know, it was a pretty good game. I was just so sure that the Washington Commanders sitcom, whatever, were going to lose this game. Because I was like, they're going to come in here kind of overconfident. They ain't that good. Trevor Lawrence is going to kill them. Travis Etienne is going to kill them. The young pass rushers is going to harass Carson Wentz. I'm not going to lie. At times, 
all of that stuff happened. Here's the problem, though. Jacksonville missed a lot of opportunities. Trevor Lawrence missed wide-open people down the field. Uh, Christian Kirk was wide open on one play, but his arm got hit. Bro, but Trevor Lawrence's arm got hit. If his arm didn't get hit, he is walking in the end zone. Okay, maybe not walking, but he I think he scored. It it's gonna be harder for that DB to chase him running full speed. He's gonna have to shoestring tackle him or something. Then he missed Travis Etienne in the end zone. That one, there's no excuse for that. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. They didn't get their running game going to the second half. And then, you know, it's just way too many field goals. Because every time they got down there, they got down in the red zone, they'd either have a penalty to lose yardage or they miss a throw or just just bad play calling. One of the three happened. That's why I shouldn't have been confident in a Jacksonville Jaguars. And on defense, the first half, they was getting cooked. They was getting cooked. Especially by uh, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel did whatever he wanted. And then I don't know what the Jaguars did in the second half, but Curtis Samuel was quiet. McLaurin was quiet until the game-winning touchdown because, of course, that's what Terry does, I guess. I think it was a cover two and Wentz threw it to a spot where the safety couldn't get there. And Terry McLaurin just waltzed into the end zone. Jahan Dotson mossed the DB. Like, I mean, I, I really thought the commanders were in trouble it was typical washington sitcom football when carson went he threw that one pick which looked exactly like the pick he threw against the washington sitcom in 2020 which started our nightmare of a season and it's the whole reason why he's in washington to begin with it looked a lot like that him trying to throw a comeback it gets gets um jumped and the cornerback gets it and then that play went by Trayvon Walker. We tried to throw the screen, and Trayvon Walker catches it. I was laughing. Bro, I ran out of my room. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, man, the Washington sitcom. There you go. After that, they pretty much dominated, and then they unlocked their pass rush. And if you let the Washington commanders, without Chase Young, by the way, Unlock their pass rush, it's over. It's wrap. And that's what Jacksonville did. They just weren't good enough. They missed too many opportunities. They had a lot of chances to win this game. The commanders were not impressive at all. But y'all hyped anyway because they won. I get it. It was at home. It was the first game. New uniforms. New brand. Quote unquote new brain. I get it. But man, y'all gonna have to fight against the Lions. I have them winning. I have them winning by like a point. But it's gonna be tough 
out there in Detroit. I think the thing that's going to help them is that they're probably more equipped to stop DeAndre Swift than the Eagles are. That's the only thing. That's what might help them. But we'll see. But let's not let's not get carried away and anoint these guys and and put them in the damn NFC Championship. Let's, let's stop people already making them the second best team in the NFC East. Let's stop. Dak is going to come back eventually and you'll be in trouble. I'm not even sure if they can win that game in Dallas without Dak being there. I don't even think they can beat Cooper Rush. But I'm hoping they do, just so we can shut some Cowboys fans up. But I'm not even sure if they can beat Cooper Rush. They got to prove me wrong, though. All right, some other NFL games. All right, let's stay in the division. Uh, The Giants, they only won because the Titans don't know how to convert on third and short. It blew my mind. You have Derrick Henry, and even if... You don't want to use Derrick Henry. Surely you can draw up something better as a pass play than what you were drawing up. What is you doing? And Saquon busts some long runs. Um, I guess we got people respecting the Giants. If Saquon's going to play like that, they're going to be a problem. Everyone has them beating the Cowboys in two weeks. I'm not so sure. Let's slow your roll. Same thing with the commander. I'm not so sure. Remember, they had no points in the first half. So, listen, but they fought, and Saquon's a problem. I just don't know, man. I I, I still I need to see more. It was a good win, but I need to see more. You know, the Titans choke. Uh, let's see, some other games. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Thursday night game, Bills and Rams. I said it was a Super Bowl preview, potential Super Bowl preview. And the Bills D-line stole the show. Of course, you're going to talk about the Rams D-line because they got Aaron Donald, arguably the best player in the league. But the Bills D-line stole the show. They harassed Stafford. I think I watched the second half only because I had to do something before then. But, man, they were all over him. And that kind of forced him into some mistakes. In the first half, the Bills made all the mistakes. Like, the Bills made most of the mistakes. Josh Allen had two picks in the first half. He had two picks in the first half. They was loafing. Cooper Cup still getting open to this day. To this day. Still. 20-something fantasy points for me. I love it. Don't know why Allen Robinson only had two targets. Uh, that that blows my mind. Stephon Diggs was cooking. He only scored on Jalen Ramsey because it was a blown coverage. I don't know where the other... I don't know where the safety was. If it was a cover four, I don't know where that safety was. <laughs> he was supposed to be there. But it was a blown coverage, and they got cooked. Josh Allen out here stiff-arming people. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen is a real deal, man. He is the real deal. And they're going to be a fun team to watch. They The second half, they were just too much. They were just the better team. They won by 21. I thought it was going to be a shootout, but I didn't expect the Bills' defense to be that good. I really underrated them. 
if their pass rush is going to be like that with their secondary, that's pretty good. Oh, my God. This team might just be going Super Bowl for real. And I'm serious. We'll see. I mean, just like last year, they went through a little lull and a little period where they were losing games and they had a tough stretch. Um, but we'll see what happens, man. Uh, let's see. Steelers versus Bengals was insane. That was the craziest ending. I had to watch the ending because uh, the Ravens and Jets was over. So I got to watch that game. And I'm like, man, first of all, props to the Bengals for coming back. They were it looked like they were getting dominated. You know what this game reminded me of? When I played my friend Zach. In the exact same game, Steelers-Bengals, I had the Bengals, and I was, you know, in Cincinnati. I threw, like, three first-half picks, and I think I had a fumble, too. Just terrible, but I stayed in it. I stayed in it. You know what I did in the second half? I just ran the ball. I don't think the Bengals really did that. I just pounded Joe Mixon, and I ended up winning by, like, three. No, I won by four, and I ended up winning by four. I didn't even really use Jamar Chase. I was like, I'm just going to run the ball because ain't nobody open. <laughs> but nevertheless, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow was able to do his thing. And that last play, like three seconds to go, time expiring, you hit Jamar Chase. I thought surely they were going to kick this field goal and win 21-20. The field goal got blocked. And you know what else this game, that game reminded me of? Remember the Bengals and the Packers that was back and forth in the Bengals? It was the opposite. The Bengals had the lead or no, I think it was the Packers had the lead and the Bengals came back and then they went to overtime and then both kickers just traded missing field goals. That's a literally exactly what happened. And then of course the Bengals, just like the Packers, gave the Steelers another chance to kick a game-winning field goal, and they didn't miss. That's exactly what happened this time. And I'm just like, why do they do this? At home of all places. So this is just how they're going to play, right? Just chaos sometimes. Inconsistency. They're still a really talented team, and everyone expects them to go into Dallas and straight destroy them. I just hope they do. <laughs> If they can play like they supposed to be playing and quit with all these turnovers, Dallas will die. They did a good job on Najee Harris before he got hurt. And it's just in in Pickens. What happened to Pickens? What did he do? Did nothing. Deontay Johnson was like that though. It's always like that. But how are they going to beat? How is Dallas going to beat the Bengals? I I, I just don't They're going to have to play a really good defensive game. They're going to have to force turnovers just like the Steelers did. I can't see it because I don't think they have anyone. Well, they got Michael Parsons, but I don't think they have anyone in the secondary that's like Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick is unreal. So, yeah, man, um, I will see what happens because this is just, wow, that game was nuts. I wouldn't call it the game of the year. You had plenty of really close games, really good games that came down to the wire. That 
the Saints coming back from down 13. I thought for sure they were going to lose. They were down 13 in the fourth quarter. I thought for sure, oh, they done for. They came back and won by one. And unlike the Bengals, they made their field goal to take the lead. So, yeah, that was insane. Just just made the Falcons. It's like same old Falcons, just choking, choking. Um. Oh, yeah, another thing about that Giants game, they had a botched two-minute drill at the end of the game where – uh, their receiver got in a field goal range, but he got tackled in bounds, and they couldn't get off the snap. They had no timeouts. Terrible, terrible. Let's not let's not anoint them to second or third place just yet. Let's not make them a wild card team just yet. Um, shake and bake. The Panthers lost. I'm heated. I wanted Baker to win that game. So bad, but they came out so slow. And then you had, I didn't even know this was a rule where you can't, you can't delay spike. You can't fake like you want to throw it, then spike it. I didn't know that was a rule. I've never heard of that rule ever, but it's in there. It's in there. And it, that's because it never happens, but it happened. And that was supposed to be a penalty to take them back. It would be intentional grounding. Spot foul takes them out of field goal range. And and Cade York doesn't make that insanely long field goal. Oh, my God. Um, The Panthers missed opportunities, too. They were driving. They could have went up five instead of one. But or six instead of one. But they choked. No, five, five. They could have went up five instead of one, but they choked, and they had to kick a field goal. And I was like, oh, God, I do not trust this defense. And sure enough, they let him drive down the field, and Cade York made that field goal. Terrible. But I like how Baker responded in the first half, in the second half, because that first half, bro, his first half was about as bad as Jared Goff and Daniel Jones. Just come on, man. Come on, Bake. It's going to be a long season, though. And hopefully, you know, Bake comes back and does his thing next week. I think they are playing the Giants, speaking of Dame Jones. They can win that game as long as they can. They have to do better against the run. They let Chubb run all over them. So they let Chubb run all over them. Surely the Giants have offensive line is worse. If they let Chubb run over them, just imagine what Saquon can do. Y'all stop him. Y'all stop him. Because I can't have the Panthers going on, too. I don't want no QB controversy. Baker is going to be the QB the entire season. I don't want no nonsense. But if they keep losing, they're going to put in Sam Darnold. And I do not do not disagree with that. I do not agree with that. Spoiler alert. Huh. The 49ers lost. I'm shocked about that. Uh, probably not going to talk about, okay, the Colts and the Texans tied. I got to look at that game. I'm scratching my head about that. But Jonathan Taylor made all fantasy users happy because he went off again. And also, uh, okay, let's talk about the Cowboys. That game was boring. The Cowboys and the Bucks, boring. Trash. Cowboys, garbage. Just garbage. Even with Dak in the game. Dak was looking like Trevor Lawrence. He was missing opportunities. 
He was missing receivers on third down. And it's just it's it's crazy, man. And maybe I shouldn't say the Cowboys are trash, because you gotta realize that the Buccaneers defense isn't that bad. But then again, it's the same Buccaneers defense that the Cowboys torched last year. And they got pretty much the same team minus Amari Cooper and some linemen. It doesn't make that big of a difference because he only scored three points this time. The Bucs on offense, typical Tom Brady, uh, dink and dunk, some really amazing throws to Evans and um, Julio Jones. Other than that, I mean, it's like what I saw at the Commanders. That's that's last year when they lost to the Commanders. Just a lot of field goals. Um, a lot of dinking and dunking, but it, it's okay. The Bucks won. That's what I wanted. I knew that was going to happen. I mean, when I looked at the schedule, I was like, Cowboys versus Bucks. That's a loss. Boy, how dare you think you're going to beat the GOAT? Man, what is they talking about? <laughs> and then they lost Dak. Poor Dak, man. I. They said he was going to be out for six to eight weeks. Now it's four. I don't know, man. Uh, it's not looking good, but I think the Cowboys, I hate to say it, will be fine. They're going to win. Some of them games y'all said they're going to lose, they might end up winning. So I would calm down with all this 1-4, and 1-5 and five talk. I don't know. They could very well come out of this 3-2. and two. They still got a beast of a pass rush, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, But, yeah, I'm glad the Cowboys lost. I'm glad they are in pain. I'm not glad that Dak is hurt. But Cowboys, they're a little bit humble right now. They're not talking as much. But let's not get carried away. They're still a capable team. And Dak is going to play more than half of the season. Um, They played against a tough Buccaneers team against – some of them teams on their schedule, they're not going to be as good as the Buccaneers. So they might, they still might do something. We got to look out. But at the end of the day, they're not going to catch the bird. And that is the word. <laughs> Man. Oh, and what's up with that Broncos ending? Like, what? What? What was that? I was sitting there waiting for Russell Wilson to call the timeout. I was thinking, okay, they call timeout with 20 seconds. I'm thinking they still going to go for it. These guys kick a 64-yard field goal. Boy, what is you doing? Once again, that game reminded me of Madden because I played the Madden preview of that game a few hours before it, and I lost 17-14. I gave up 100 yards on the ground to Rashad Penny, and I had three turnovers. And also, I had a... I had a a long touchdown to Jerry Judy, just like Russell Wilson did in real life. It is scary how similar that game was. Except it didn't come down to a field goal. It came down to me not being able to stop Rashad Penny with the game on the line. And I had to use all my timeouts. But, you know, unbelievable, man. Seattle up front held their own, and they were pretty good on both sides of the ball. Geno Smith looked impressive. He looked like a solid veteran. 
Uh, the Broncos, just too many turnovers, especially in the red zone. Like, that's ridiculous. You about as bad as the Titans on third and short. They're looking like twins in the in um, week one. Terrible. And now everyone's questioning Russell Wilson. Oh, you definitely need to question Nathaniel Hackett because what was that? What was that? You had three timeouts with a minute to go. How do you not come away with points? And you're at midfield. That's that's ridiculous. They better quit playing because they're in the AFC West. It's like they for, they forgot they're in the most competitive division in football. But they want to be loafing. But it's week one. They'll figure it out. But that was bad, man. They definitely let one slip away. They could have easily won that game. But they was loafing. And now... The Seahawks can tell Broncos country, let's ride. (laughs) Broncos country, let's ride. (laughs) That was so funny, man. Oh, my God. That Russell Wilson thing, man. Oh, man. Wow. All right, let's get to some college football. Uh, A bunch of upsets. Georgia Southern over Nebraska. Nebraska gave up another freaking 40 points. Uh, that's why Scott Frost got fired. They're panicking. They got to play OU. It's not going to be an easy game for Oklahoma, especially since we're going against Casey Thompson, who gave us fits last year at Texas. That's not going to be an easy game. We're going to have to quit playing around because OU, I'll, I'll address this real quick, against Kent State at halftime, the score was like 10 nothing. They didn't score for like, okay. So a half is 30 minutes, right? They had zero points like the first 27 minutes. I wish I was joking. Like, I don't know why this team is so inconsistent so far. The same thing happened against UTEP. They had a period of time where they just, they couldn't get the D lineman off the quarterback. They had all these dumb penalties. And then on defense, they just giving up all these chunk plays. Um, they need to tighten it up. They're going to Nebraska. I don't care what happened, but I don't care what happened. But <laughs> they're going to rally around their interim head coach, and they're going to come to play. They're at home. We're a ranked team. It's going to be packed. I mean, Sooner fans travel pretty well, but I promise you it's going to be tough. I've been saying this. I can't stress this enough. And they just lost to Georgia Southern. That's going to be a tough game. We we need to quit playing around. App State lost to Texas A&M. Boy, I love that. That was, that was funny. Now, I was looking at that game, and it's just like it was the very opposite of Appalachian State's game against UNC where they gave up 567 total yards and 63 points. But in this game, they only gave up 186 and 14 points. What what did Texas A&M do different than UNC? It has to be the quarterback. It has to be the quarterback. Their running back that they had, the, the sprinter guy, um, what is his name? Um, I have it. I had it down somewhere. But number six from their team, 
Number six is like that. Like, he scored two touchdowns. They couldn't stop him. So, listen, other than that, they did zero offensively. Texas A&M. Trash. Appalachian State had to play a more physical game, a more a slower game, and they still won. And they could have won last week. But they just made one fewer plays than UNC. Well, UNC kind of choked too, but they didn't take advantage of that. So Appalachian State, big win for them. I love it. Marshall beat Notre Dame. I did not see that coming at all. Thought Marshall was just going to lay down, get smoked. But, ha <laughs> ha. Oh, man. You need to follow this guy named Mr. Go30 if you haven't already. This guy said, <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Go, the Coach 30, right? Mr. Go 30 said Notre Dame choked against Marshall like Papa Doc. Damn! You got to watch the movie 8 Mile to get that reference. Man, that was sick. You got to go watch his videos. The dude is hilarious. He's on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Mr. Go 30, he is hilarious. But that's pretty much sums it up. They choked against Marshall like Papa Doc. And it's just that, like, Marshall... They didn't do anything impressive. I mean, it was 12-7 Marshall after three, I guess. Once again, just like AM at home versus App State, Notre Dame can't get any going, anything going offensively. And then their quarterback on one of, the, one of the last plays, he throws a pick six that seals the game. Listen, you know what's crazy about this, though? Marshall went on a 94-yard drive. To basically pull away at Notre Dame. And now Notre Dame went from number five to number eight. Now they're unranked. Trash. But they'll be back. That was probably a wake-up call. Um, They're not going to playoffs. That's dead. You might as well cut that out right now. But um, they'll, they'll bounce back. I mean, they lost their quarterback for a while. No, actually, he's out for the season. He's out four months. I think he hurt his shoulder. Maybe he'll play in a bowl game. But, I mean, you might as well just tell him, hey, come back next year. Because, I mean, it's probably at this rate going to be some meaningless bowl game. So sit him down. Unless something changes, see you next year. Because that was just bad. Oh, also, App State... Had a 41 minutes time of possession to Texas A&M 18. Yeah, that'll do it. Against UNC, it was 37-32-27. Not sure what they're doing over there in College Station, but they probably should have took notes from A&M. From not A&M. They probably should have took notes from UNC. Um, Washington State beat, beat Wisconsin. I guess I'm not as hyped about that as I should be. I'm smiling. I love it. But I don't hate Wisconsin as much as I used to, maybe because I don't talk to my friend Emily, who's the Wisconsin fanatic and native and and graduate. Maybe because I don't really talk to her no more. Maybe I should text her and see how she's doing. But especially since her team lost. (laughs) After watching that game for like five or ten minutes, I was like, Washington State looked like they can compete with this team. 
I was like, I don't see anything too impressive with Wisconsin. Remember, you know, when they got Graham Mertz, Mertz, he was a four-star from Kansas. He was like the second-rated quarterback. I thought, oh, I thought the world was ending. I thought it was all falling down. Man, this dude hasn't done much at Wisconsin. He just hasn't. So, and, and you know what? Wisconsin ain't a place for quarterbacks, really, unless you're Russell Wilson or Daryl Bevel. And Daryl Bevel is more known for being an offensive quarterback, mm, offensive coordinator than a quarterback. Come on, man. I think it was Daryl Bevel that went there that was quarterback. I think. I don't know. Um, but they lost, and I'm smiling. I got to hit up Emily because I got to see how she feels about that. Oh, Florida lost to Kentucky again. I picked Kentucky in the pick em. I was like, uh, I have a feeling that Florida can't repeat what they did last week, and I'm just going to roll with the Stoops. Mark Stoops. <laughs> Holla at the Sumlin, holla at the Stoops. <laughs> I had to. I had to, man. I went with Stoops. They won. Richardson had critical turnovers. He ain't going to be in the Heisman race now. Not not that I know of. Now, he might be all SEC, but Heisman? Heisman? Mm-mm. Now, that was a little premature. I kind of got on that train. That was a little bit premature. Um, let's see. Okay, so I got most of the oh, number six from AM is named Achain. He is like that. Go check him out. Uh some non upsets, but you know, some Sooners that went other places. South Carolina lost to Arkansas. I mean, that's a tough game. You're on the road. Arkansas is ranked. Uh I mean Spencer Rattler did what he could to bring them back. He threw for a lot of yards. I mean, he was, I got it right here, 24 for 39, 376 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He did what he could, but it just wasn't enough. And he had a critical um, intentional grounding in the end zone at the end of the game. Just poor Spencer Rattler. And all my cousins down there that like South Carolina, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe they weren't expecting to win at Arkansas, but I'm sure that's a huge blow. And now they got Georgia coming to town. Good luck. Because <laughs> that's going to be, they're going to harass Spencer Rattler. But Spencer Rattler can show the nation what he's all about if he does his thing versus Georgia. But they're going to have to do it up front, and I don't think they can. And they're going to be in trouble. And that's another game where turnovers was just um, killer and critical. Three turnovers from South Carolina. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, Arkansas didn't even throw for 200 yards. They didn't. They They rushed for 295, though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how am I supposed to expect South Carolina to beat Georgia and they can't dominate up front? They can't do nothing up front. They're screwed. I want Spencer Rattler to do well. I want uh, Beamer to do well and uh, Stogner, but mm-mm, they're going to be in trouble. They are in trouble. Also, USC, Lincoln Riley, and 
the Grinch, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, like Kevin Durant, I could never really be mad at him um, about severing his ties to Oklahoma because he's a D.C. kid, first and foremost. We grew up in similar circles, so I always want him to do well. And I met one of his aunts, and yeah, she was cute. So <laughs> I, I just I just had to. I, you know, I, I just always got a root for him. But, you know, they won, and... You know, they got the media behind them. So anytime USC does good, people are going to start anointing them the next big USC team. Like like it's 04. It's not 04. They're not that good. They keep giving up garbage time touchdowns. And they're going to face a good team eventually. And we'll see how they we'll see how good they really are. Because uh, I haven't seen them play much defense yet. I'm just saying. They haven't played anybody yet. I got to see it to believe it. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. 40 minutes of football, right? (laughs) All right. So, real quick. Okay. The Nats still trash. They got swept by the Phillies. And then a game I was supposed to go to against the Orioles on Tuesday, I gave my ticket away on Twitter. See, I didn't plan on going to the game because I just had a hunch. And I was like, eh, I'd rather play football. And it was a solid decision. I mean, it <laughs> our flag football game, you know, we play to games to five. We play our games to five. So usually we play about two to three games. Um, it ended in a tie. Like, the opposing team won the first game 5-0. Then our team won the next game like 5-3. And then the second game just ended prematurely 3-3 when the other team was about to score and go up 4-3. And we were up 3-1. I don't know how we lose a 3-1 lead. But that ended in a tie. So, yeah, that was fun. But I missed the Orioles game and, you know, the Nats lost that game too. I don't know why they can't beat Philly all of a sudden. I know why. Because they can't stop them from hitting home runs. I wish I had the stats with me. But they just they just tee off on the Nationals. This team isn't even that good. They have a potential to go all the way. Because they got so much power in their lineup. Derek Hall. Bryce Harper. Uh, Bryce Harper is back. Oh, my God. Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Man, just imagine if we had Swarber and Bryce back on our team. We'd be in the playoffs right now. But instead, all that is on Philly, and all they need is a decent bullpen, and they might upset somebody in the playoffs. They might upset two people in the playoffs and mess around in the World Series or something. You know that city is crazy, so you know they'll they'll show up. But I don't think they that good. I don't even know if they're going to make the wild card. But if they do, they have a potential to go all the way. But I just don't think they do. They don't have enough pitching. And even their offense isn't that consistent against good team. Well, they give the Mets problems. But anyway, I don't think they're that good. But they beat up on the Nats. That will help them get to the playoffs for freak's sake. We got to play them again at the end of the year. We actually got to play them like six more times the makeup game that's going to be in philly and also the game that's going to be here uh 
I don't think I can go. Yeah, I can't go because it's my birthday weekend. I'm going to be in Ohio. So I can't go. Big deal. That suck. Okay. They gave me a little bit of hope. They gave me a little bit of hope uh, when they won that uh, Met series. Uh, then they followed that up. They followed that up. I, I can't remember what they did. They lost to the Orioles last night. I was sick about that. They followed that up by splitting with the Cardinals. They should have won three out of four. And I'm thinking, oh, this team can play a little bit. Then the wall. Lose to the Phillies. 5-3, 8-5. Oh, it's a close games. 7-5. You still lost. You're on another losing streak. Four in a row. You're trash. But this is coming together. We got somebody named El Damaro Vargas at third base. He was in AAA before the damn trade deadline. Joey Menenses came from AAA and become Kyle Swarber pretty much. C.J. Abrams is ahead of schedule. There's a lot to be happy about. The Fred Nats, where a lot of our prospects are, are in the playoffs. There's some things to be happy about, but overall, record trash. 93 losses. The Chase 100 is on. They're going to get 100 losses. I promise you they will have 100 losses before my birthday on the 29th. We might as well celebrate that because damn sure ain't going to no playoffs. We might as well celebrate something. Mackenzie Gore will eventually get him in the fold. I'm telling you, man, I'm a little excited about the future. We need some more pieces, but, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. I just don't know how long this rebuild is going to take. <laughs> I don't know how long this rebuild is going to take. While I'm at it, won't I look at the MLB standings? This is probably going to be over an hour show. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. So it looks like I want to see the wild card. I mean, forget all that other stuff. I, I was going to say, let me just skip to the wild card. But you know what, man? All right, so your division winner so far. Looks like the Yankees are going to pull away from the Blue Jays. They should. Oh, Tampa Bay is a half game away from the Blue Jays. That's crazy. Uh, Oh, Cleveland got a... Oh, my God. Cleveland really separated from... Uh, the White Sox and the Twins, they must have punished them this weekend. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're going to playoffs. Houston and Seattle? Oh, never mind. Okay, Seattle's 13 back from Houston. All right, that's the AL. Uh, what about the NL? Of course, the Mets and the Braves. Oh, the Braves are half game away from the Mets. The Mets choke because, of course, they did. That's what they used to do. That's what they used to doing. I don't want to hear nothing about the Mets in October if they choke. And I hope they do because I ain't trying to hear their mouth. They ain't that good, boy. Obviously, four and six in their last uh, ten, two in a row. Trash. And you know that. They got to play us soon. Okay, that's October 5th. Whatever. Anyway, Mets still winning the division. St. Louis pulling away from Milwaukee. 
The Dodgers didn't clinch. That is ridiculous. This team is unreal. Uh, wild card. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, Toronto, Seattle, Tampa Bay. Baltimore's five games. They're not going to make it. <laughs> They're not going to make it. Baltimore's five games back. Chicago's seven games back. Minnesota's eight games back. Boston, 10. Yeah, they're not going to make it. Um, wild card teams in L, Atlanta, Philly. Oh, Atlanta's 10 games up on a wild. Good Lord. Sheets. Uh, Philly, one and a half game up on San Diego for the second wild card spot. I guess they'll make the playoffs unless there's an epic collapse, and that would be a shame. So they're only so they're three and a half up on Milwaukee. San Diego's two up on. That's another team that got a lot of potential, and they got a lot of power in their lineup. But you know, you now we'll see. Because at the end of the day, whoever wins the NL East and the Dodgers, those are the the, the three teams to look out for. Um. Okay. Enough baseball. DC United is on another scoreless streak. They have not scored a goal in September. And they just lost to KC last night, 3-0. Just trash. I'm done talking about them. They trash. They done. They trash. They in last place. Or let me double check that. We're going to do another fact check live on the air. <laughs> live on the air. We're going to fact check this real quick. MLS standings. Let's see what we got going on. See what we got going on. Philadelphia is still the best team. This is the Eastern Conference. Yep, D.C. United only got 27 points. That's a shame. Toronto is the next worst with 34. Uh, Let's look at the Western Conference. Let's see how bad Kansas City was. Kansas City got 34 points, and they killed D.C. United. Wow. Wow. Got washed like baptism. That's crazy. Um, man, I don't think I'm gonna be able to come to any DC United games. I, I think I'm done until next season. I mean, I, I gotta look at the schedule, but most likely I'm not gonna be able to come to any more games, which is fine because it's garbage. <laughs> And that's on everything. But, hey, the Washington Spirit won. We could just watch them. The Washington Spirit, finally, after all of them, they done tied like 11 times. They finally won a game. And even that game, they tried to choke it away. They were up 4-1 against San Diego at Audi Field. They're at Audi Field again this Saturday. I could go and skip the Nebraska game. No, wait, the game's at night. No, I'm going to have to work. I'm not going to be able to watch them. But they finally won a game. They beat San Diego. They were up 4-1 and tried to choke. And they end up winning 4-3. I don't know how their playoffs work. But, man, finally, finally won a game. I don't know how that's going to look on the Golden L standings. It's probably still a tight race. Like I said, I will put up the updated standings on Twitter Maybe Instagram and maybe TikTok. But definitely on Twitter, it is coming. The WNBA Finals is finally here. 
So after the sun straight went beast mode and stole stole the conference finals, stole the second final spot from Chicago, they got to play the Aces. And you know what? The Aces controlled the first game, but then the Sun tried to make a run at the end, hit some big shots. They had a chance to tie at the end, but the Aces played outstanding perimeter defense, and the Sun couldn't get off a shot. Dewana Bonner, their best shooter, was locked up, and then she continued to get locked up in game two. She was one for nine, two points. I don't know what's up with that, but that's not going to get it done. That's probably why they lost by, um, when I checked, they were losing by 20. So I turned the game off. They lost by 14. I mean, you need more. She's one of your best players. Um, Two points, that's ridiculous. 31 minutes, that's ridiculous. Got locked up. Alyssa Thomas, I mean, did what she could, 13 points. John Quill Jones, 16 and 11. Not bad. Courtney Williams had 18. She was the best this game. DJ Nate Carrington is hot, but she was 0 for 4. She only played 12 minutes, but she was 0 for 4, 3 points. I mean, they're going to need her off the bench too, you know? But, uh, yeah. Not good, but I guess you got to give credit to the, to the Aces. I mean, Chelsea Gray is just unbelievable. Another 21 points, shot 50% from the field. She made some sick three-point shot. She got fouled on, and, of course, she hit the free throw. Kelsey Plum had 20. These guys don't even have to do anything. You can't stop Asia Wilson. She's an automatic 20 and 10, and she's had 26 and 10 in this game, too. So, it's just, this team looked like they're going to win it all. Here's the thing, though. Be careful. This is a veteran Sun team. They're going back home. The title is on the line. They can't lose no more games. Do not be surprised if the Sun figure out a way to win the next two games and bring this series back to Las Vegas. They got the pieces, especially defensively. But do they have the offensive firepower? Their their role players got to step up. DJ A. Carrington... Um, Dewana Bonner, you got to step up. I know Odyssey Sims is, oh, Natisha Heideman is another role player that did absolutely nothing, but they're definitely going to need her on defense. Brianna Jones did okay. They don't need these guys to step up. They need everybody because at this rate, this ain't coming back to Vegas because Vegas just look like they're just too good. But we'll see. We'll see. Defense, man. If they can just lock down defensively, I promise you this series is going back to Vegas. But we'll see. We'll see. Now, GOAT level combo. I had a hypothetical in mind, but we'll save that for next week. That hypothetical will be an Adrian Peterson versus Le'Veon Bell rematch in something, I don't know what sport, Maybe tennis or something. <laughs> something different from boxing because obviously we can't do that. Adrian Peterson got knocked out. But he's still the man. He's still AD. Don't you forget it. Don't make me pull up them highlights. Don't make me pull up them highlights. He's still the man.
But he got knocked out versus Le'Veon Bell. We got to run that back on the hypothetical next week. I promise. But the GOAT level combo I had for today, I might have done it already, but maybe it's time to hammer it home. Embrace yourself and challenge yourself. You know you are. Be cool with your faults. Be cool with your shortcomings. And use all that you have, all the tools that you have, and go and challenge yourself to be great. Challenge yourself to be the best. Just, you got to want it. You got to want it. You got to want to take on new challenges. I mean, sure, learn what you can, but just, just got to cut down on the self-destruction. Just really embrace who you are and just use your faith, use your confidence to go make it happen and take things to new heights that you have never taken it before. I'm just going to keep that short and sweet so I can just end this episode because you already know that psych I lied. <laughs> GoatLevelTees.com for everything Goat Level. Just put some new designs on there. Uh, got a snapback hat for sale. Uh, you go go cop that. Or if you want it for free, just hit me up. Maybe I'll send you one or something. Uh, got that. Uh, got got a new hoodie out. You know, it's almost winter time. You going you going to want to rock that. So yeah, goleveltees.com. You know, it's never too late to get on the bandwagon. So now you already know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.